Welcome to another amazing episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we're going to learn to become profitable as filmmakers. Guys, doing a live with Bobby Hicks. Go check out his page, this fellow, at this fellow, one word. Check it out. The dude is just fire. He's an entrepreneur. He's a freelance filmmaker. Worked with companies like Nike, Bose, Philips, and so many others. Today, we're talking about... We're going to focus on this. We're going to focus on what is happening right now. We're going to touch base on it. We're not going to turn the whole thing into a PSA because my whole philosophy is that it has to be practical. It has to be tangible. Whatever, when I open my mouth, I want to say something where somebody can take it and run with it and something comes out of it. So that's what I'm about. And I am sure this is what you're about. Everything that I see from you, like it gets me fired up and I want to hit the gym and then I go there and the gym is closed down for a month. So Bobby, yeah. take it away, man. Like introduce yourself, give us a little background and let's go from there. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm based in uh, New York City. I'm from Florida originally. You know, and uh, I don't know, it's one of those things where, uh, for me personally, I'm one of those people where I kind of like I had no real practical experience doing much of anything. And, you know, moving to New York is one of those places where it forces you. I'm sure like how L.A. is also where like it forces you to either like conform and like be a, like a master at whatever you want to do, 100. you know, or like you just you got to give up and go back to, you know, wherever you came from because you know it's like it is a tough place to to make it so yeah when i kind of like moved from florida i had no experience doing anything i came to new york and i just i'm one of those people where it's like if i find something that interests me i want to go full into it you know so it's like i you know started working as like a bartender i'd never done that before i didn't even drink you know it's like i learned how to make everything became like an amazing bartender i worked for some of the best bars in the country you know it's like when i wanted to get into fitness you know it's like i learned everything there is about that and kind of like became a, i tried to be at least master of my body and stuff and uh when i started getting into film it was one of the things where i fell in love with that because there's so much that you can go with this like there's it is a never-ending process like i will always have something that i can perfect or work on you know if i think i'm getting good at camera then i can work on lighting if i think i'm okay at lighting then i can work on color and like all of these things also have such a huge role together so that's where i'm at dude i couldn't <laughs> agree more and you know this this cycle thing that you have that you got to be the best in everything like that's my attraction like when i saw when i when you first started like dropping in some comments and then i checked out your page and i'm like holy shit the dude is huge and then i see all the things that you're doing and i'm like what is he and then i'm like he's the renaissance man like i mean this is where it's at today you know like you just have to be like i don't believe in you know jack of all trades is like you know considered as like oh master of none that thing is just going away like you know we're in yeah. the social media age we got this information like even through this time the kind of the caliber of knowledge that's out there through the internet is insane you don't have to go to the you know iv league school and now if it's closed then you're done like the kind yeah. of information that we just have like with on our fingertips is unreal so what you do i supported one billion percent and that's sort of like my mantra you know I, I went to school for cinematography and editing and ended up being a colorist so that's exactly what happened because anytime i get into something i go head first and then i'm in it like there's no yeah. way out then you got to do it like i started freelancing when i had 700 bucks in my account and told my wife i hate my full-time job what should we do and she's like quit and i'm like well what's gonna happen 
And she's like, we're going to move back with our parents if we have to. Like, this is not the end of the world. And this is how I started my freelance career, where it was like all hands on deck. I'm all in, you know? I think you did it like the right way also. Like you have such a good approach to it where because you went to film school, you know, like a lot, a lot of people are like, you don't need to go to film school. And, and the truth is like, you don't need to, right. but it's one of the, I, I pick up the hats, so I got all this fun stuff. Same. But you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, I think that you had such a good approach to it because when you are also shooting like any of your videos and even like your masterclass or like any example footage, you can take either like the most basic camera, like your A6500 right. or your C200 or work with a red or whatever. And it's like, like you have the understanding and i think that th this is kind of like that muddled world that we're all in where a lot of people think oh if i buy a like one thousand dollar like mirrorless camera i can shoot the same stuff that these guys do with movies 100. and i can make a color and look and everything else like the way it is and i think that you have a very healthy approach to how you did it where you were able to take this cinematography background so you understand how to expose things you understand how to light things you understand right. how to like do all of these necessary steps before you even get into the coloring so that when you step into the coloring it's an effortless flow you know and i think that that's something that like me along with a lot of other people like you know not being a film school student you know it's mm -hmm. like that's one of the things that i've been trying to spend the past several years just kind of working on like getting the practical experience to understand how to do these things so that when it comes to go into post i'm not trying to fix it in post i'm trying to refine it and make it like the best version of what it is. And, and the thing is that, you know, I think the whole thing is split up into three different schools of thoughts, right? So you got like people who actually go to school and they just feel like they're the elites, like they, they're yeah. learning the right way. They're spending, you know, 16 weeks talking about how amazing Kubrick is and how he's not human, he's God. Like, so there's like this school of thought, right? Then you got you guys, which are the machines, like, you know, people who just go online, learn, like my son in the other room, just putting out a video for his YouTube. And dude, the kind of editing he's doing, and he put his this whole thing together in three hours. He didn't even use ScreenFlow. He used QuickTime to record screen share and himself, then brought it into iMovie. Then he's cutting it up and everything. And I'm like, what is going on? Like they didn't even let, let us touch Final Cut 7 in school for like six months. And we were paying for it. You know, so what I'm saying is that then there's like you guys that are just like not intimidated. You guys will just go in and start dominating and learn and pick up and do everything. You guys are going to be like, we're going to light it how we mean it. Like then we're going to shoot it, edit it, all of that. And then you got this other old school, the old timers that just think that you guys suck. They think we suck. They think it's just a family business and they just think that you have to come up the ranks and you have to be the karate kid. You got to pick up the broom and, you know, do your duty for like 17 years until you climb up the ranks. So what's you, you can hear my passion about it. Yeah, yeah. What's your take on it? And what do you think that we can tell people that are live that they can take away from this? And where should they be in these three different you know schools? And what's the right approach from your point of view? I mean, personally, it's one of those things for like, I, I still think that I suck, you know, it's like, I'm still constant. I'm the, I'm like the worst critic whenever it comes to like anything I do myself, like I'll, I'll be the last person to pat myself on the back, you know, but then I'm also like super sensitive to somebody who's just like, I'm not really a big fan of that. I'm just like, I'm constantly trying to better myself and, and, uh, work in that realm. So uh, it, it's like for myself personally, I'll, I'll always be like my own worst critic, but you know, I don't know. I think, I think personally it's one of those things where because I have that element and that attitude toward it, I think it's just like we all need to be able to 
step back, be able to objectively look at our own work the way that a professional would, you know, so that we can only get better. Like you should never actually think that you were the best at what you're doing, especially in the first several years that you're doing it, because then you get apathetic and lazy. And then, you know, people like me, it's like, then all of a sudden I want to just find another new thing to, to work on. You know, it's like, I have to constantly feel like there's something that I could do better. Otherwise I, I lose that, that enthusiasm. And I feel like that's kind of like what you're saying. It's like with a lot of, I can't say with true experience because at the same time it's like it goes against my better nature to like say anything about people I don't know but right. you know it's like it is kind of well known that like film students they, they spend their years in school and then they get out and they're just like I want a job give me yeah. the best directing yes, job exactly. and it's like you forget that like you have to work your way through the field even after that so you can right. get the networking skills and stuff but I don't know. It's like, I think that the new generation of people that we are seeing that like, I feel like I'm kind of a part of is this, this kind of element of, of people that instead of investing all that money into school, it's like, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but instead of investing all that money into school, they're actually taking that practical experience, working on it, getting better in their craft. Right. So that by the time that they have that real, you know, set up, people are like, I want to hire this guy, you know, whereas the guy that actually spent like years in school, like he hasn't actually, or he or she, you know, hasn't actually had the experience to, to get out there and make anywhere near the amount of, uh, you know, like moves that you've done. My, my, and I couldn't agree more. My take on this would be, you know, self-entitlement sucks. And, and that's just the truth. It doesn't matter. You could be like, you know, I got into a big beef and the post is like, you can find the post like where I got face to face with the freaking, you know, colorist who graded Dunkirk. And it's because the dude is just putting out poison. So I called him out. I don't care. I'm like, dude, I don't care. You could be my dad. You talk like that, you know, you're going to get like what's coming. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter to me who you are because it's like we can't be crushing souls as we climb up the ranks and then just bury everybody underneath us. We need to lift people up, you know, and this is not a rah-rah. This is a real thing. When you and I go live and we share this information, you know, so many people are going to DM you and DM me that, you know, they are taking this advice and something is happening. So there is this trajectory that if we can help set that up and if we're... Like, if we got the opportunity to make a difference, then let's do the right thing than, like, again, like I said, burying people, you know? So so what I think is that self-entitlement got to go definitely. But at the same time, one thing that I notice is that not everybody, like, could be, you know, have the Achilles, like, you and I attitude where we're just, like, we're going in, we're fighting with the big dog, like, we're just going to go and we don't care. And we're going to be harsh on your, ourselves and we're just going to keep going. I also know people that will try once and they fail and they're hard on, on themselves and then they'll close the shop. They're like, this is not for me, I'm done. So that's where I'm always finding that angle where I cannot be, I can't treat people how I would treat myself because I'm freaking hard on myself, just like you said. But at the same time, where is that balance? I can see that. You know, where is that balance where I can tell people that, hey, uh, I I always use this term frictionless. I tell people that, hey, first thing that you got to do is just go. Uh, Best color grading monitor is the one that you got. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then once you get to some point, you're going to start, like, you're going to use your intuition, you're going to use your knowledge, and then you're going to climb up. It's going to be a very gradual you know, real thing, but you can't do that where you're just like, Hey, I want to be a colorist, but I think I can't do it unless I have a $30,000 panel. Um, you know, so, and, and let's just switch gears. And I want to talk about one thing, which is, um, you know, how people think about social media and like people wasting time and blah, 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 all this stuff. But what we're going through right now 
uh, I mean, this occurred to me yesterday. I was in the shower and I was thinking about it. And I was like, man, all those people that like just shit on social media so much. And now if you think about it, like this is the this is the means like this is the place right now where people don't have to feel lonely like we can connect with humans so all of a sudden it went from like this robotic thing that was creating aliens to like you know like the freaking ray of hope so i mean where do you stand on that well i mean the fact alone that like we're able to even just do what we're doing right now i mean like i i i you and i were chatting even yesterday and i was saying how i think that this is so necessary and so important to be able to do these live videos more frequently now Um, which is something I wasn't really planning on doing very often, but now I want to, because I think that especially in this global pandemic of things where everybody's like locked in their rooms, you know, or like, Hey, you should be okay. Like, you know, we should be taking care of ourselves and our neighbors, you know, but it's like the fact that like we are doing this, we are losing that element of of connectedness. And, you know, for the first time, I think in, in a long time, I've actually been like really stoked to have, social media and like have live and I'm seeing more and more people doing these live videos and I think that it's important for all of us to be able to have that sense of escapism and be able to watch what like you and I could be talking about now when it comes to like the social media element as well you know I've been seeing comments from other people where like a lot of people need that escapism right now it's like they, they rely on bloggers and influencers and content creators to keep maintaining what they've been doing to the best of their abilities because they need that sense of escapism i don't know if you guys are going to leave any comments down below letting us know like what you think about this but you know it's one of those things where i personally i think that as difficult as this is right now for everybody especially if you are already a content creator that relies on getting outside like i do and like trying to take photographs and shoot videos out in the field you know it's uh it's going to be more important now than ever to be able to try to maintain what we are doing. Right. Because uh, there's so many people right now that are stuck at home watching these videos. Right. And uh, you know, they, they have nothing to fall back on except for Netflix and maybe this, which would be like the fresh twist. So, you know? so let's take this and let's take it a step further. And I want to talk about, you know, I can just think of so many friends that, you know, as a freelancer, I'd go in and work at a company and then we become friends, people who are full time there. And then they always talk about they're so talented. And I tell them, guys, you know, hey, you know, John, whatever, like you got to go freelance, man. You can make so much more money, start your own shop, like hire people, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I want to do it. I'm just buried here. I'm stuck here. So for those people, I think, you know, just to kind of flip this whole situation on its head, I think there's a blessing in disguise from that perspective. And I mean no disrespect. Anyone who's affected yeah. by it, like, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, th- this is, and you know, it's it, it can happen to me tomorrow. So, I mean, I don't know any of that. I'm just saying people who've been kind of putting this on the back burner and wanted to do something and wanted to have a side hustle, don't you think that this might be the opportunity? And if it is, do you have like the one, two, three, like, you know, like sort of like a quick plan of action that somebody can do to get on it and get going with it i definitely i definitely do think that right now would be like the perfect time for anybody to take on these uh like i don't know take on this challenge of like adding on a new skill like you know if they want to make videos for youtube and stuff like hey for the next several weeks you know possibly even longer you have nothing but time you know it's like you have an absolute audience even matt johnson just jumped on right now and he's he left the great comment saying that like yeah 100 percent now is the time to do this i think if you were to personally if i was to recommend things that 
would be manageable for a lot of people and appropriate podcasts right now. Like wow. those are amazing. Uh, basically, even just doing what we were doing right now, if you're able to just <clears throat> essentially like copy like the audio from this you can yes. easily just transfer this onto like a podcast format and stuff and then that way you've got the visual and the audio element to it you don't have to have crazy cameras you don't yes. have to have multiple angles yes. like you need to be able to engage people and and so it's like if you have an interest in doing something like this and you have um, a voice that you think people will be receptive to then i encourage you to do it. i almost think it's your duty at this point because it's like you know, this is this is your chance to shine and, and maybe not even just shine, but just to like make a difference and change people's lives because as as dumb as this stuff sounds, I mean like at the end of the day, you know, the, the really famous YouTubers and, and personalities and people that like you and I may have met and stuff that like, you know, they never started out this way. Like they never intended to be these people that are very influential. They just were themselves. They happened to be very personable. They had something that they wanted to say in a creative way that worked for them. Right. And guess what? Now all of a sudden, like they have a career, they have a trajectory that they are moving on into even more. And then on top of it, they're influencing so many people to do more, right. be better, keep creating. And it, you know, like that's the thing that we need right now, the past several years, but like especially right now, people need to be able to have ways to stimulate their mind. You know? I couldn't agree more. One thing that I really love about what you got going on, and I feel like I got to do a little bit more of, um, I, <clears throat> long time ago, when I wanted to do something in film, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be in front of the camera because I thought that was the only thing. I love that. You know, that was, I, I that. thought I thought that was the only thing. Like, if you're going to do something in film, you just become an actor. So that was the thing. I was, I was, like, I was naive. I was a kid. Then, when I went to film school, I picked up on, oh, cinematography is something big, like something crazy, and, you know, I love it, and I'm, I got a technical mind, then I started doing that. But, so, the YouTube channel, going in front of, like, you know, like, uh, flipping the camera and just be in front of the camera was not natural, like, it took literally five to seven years to just gather the courage to be like, who the F am I? Why the F does anybody would want to listen to me besides my family? Why would anyone want to sit down and listen to what comes out of my mouth? So that whole thing took a while, right? And I feel like anyone in, a, in my whole life in a, in a group setting, everybody always said, why don't you do this? Like, I mean, when you talk, everybody just sits around and listen and you're dropping so much knowledge and this and that. And dude, you're natural at it. And you tell me to buy an iPhone and I buy an iPhone. You tell me to buy a Samsung, I buy a Samsung. Like you just like flip people like this. Like, why don't you go do this? And I'm like, huh? So that click took five to seven years. And the reason why I'm asking you this is because from the outside, looking at your life, it's very natural to you. You're, you're in front of the camera as much as you are behind the camera. And I feel like we want to hear that. Like, what can you say to somebody? Because so many people are self-diagnosed. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, introvert. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had said that to myself. And then I came out of my shell. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that's the only thing I want to do. I want to go live seven days a week. Can we do that? Like, you know? So... It's like so many people might be doing that to themselves. So I want to see your take on it, how to let loose and kind of just be open and share things, not coming from a narcissistic point of view. Never once I looked at your post and rolled my eyes and went like, what the hell is this guy doing? I buy it. Wait till tomorrow. I'm going to totally make you roll your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with that. I mean, you know, what's funny actually about it is, uh, so... 
yeah, like in general, uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, we are a team. Like we go out, we, she does, I, I actually more accurately, I do what she does. You know, it's like, she's been like one of the OGs. She's been taking photographs and been a blogger forever. She was one of the first people that I ever met to be like represented by an agency, um, to kind of like represent influencers and content creators and bloggers and and she was one of the people that paved the way you know and then i caught on late you know and i was just like oh yeah like yeah whatever i'll do my own thing and then eventually i decided to like jump in that now that being said it's one of those things where yeah like we're out often like we try to get out in new york city we try to explore we try to go different states and cities and like take photos and make videos and beautiful areas and try to make engaging content that people actually want to click because at the end of the day there's no point in doing this if you don't think that someone's actually if you don't if you yourself are not going to be like i want to double tap the shit out of that you know it's like then then what's the point and so the irony is that it's one of those things that even though this is something we've been doing professionally and i say professionally in the sense that just like we make like we make money doing this you know like i don't want to have like that professional title it's just it's just like we make money doing this you know um like you think that it would get easier but it doesn't like i still you know when she's taking my pictures like we still make it a point anytime it's for the two of us like we will try to go in the most like remote area like you know even right now like uh setting up before like doing this live video it's like (gasps) yeah 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 100 yeah yeah because i am not I never do live videos, but like I get so like ugh, you know whenever it comes to talking live, you're doing because, you great. Know what? It's like you're faking it really well. <laughs> you're doing great too, <laughs> but it's but that like that's the real thing. Is that is at the end of the day, I think people have this this idea, this pre preconceived notion that like oh well, it's so easy for them, I can't do it. And at yes. the end of the day, like the thing that they really need to realize is that it's like I've been doing this forever you know taking Keiko's pictures and then her taking my photos you know it's like uh doing videos and and all this stuff and it never really gets easier per se it's one of those things where you might get a little more desensitized to it but like as soon as somebody's walking by and they're just like yeah 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 exactly 100 oh yeah you know it's like like it's it's super super awkward and then you get in your head so i don't know it's one of those things where i'm a very affable person i would i will stop and talk to a total stranger for five hours and be their best friend at the end of that you know it's like yeah we call it the hicks charm you know yeah (laughs) but 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 again you know it's just like that's something that i think a lot of people need to realize is that uh again i've been doing this forever and it's not easy it's it doesn't get easier and uh you know, it's, I think it might get a little easier talking to yourself on a camera yes. and stuff because, especially the more that you do these videos, the more you have the, the that like mentality of having the control. That like, oh, you know what? I I, I totally jacked that more that, but I'm gonna do it again and then I'll cut that together and I'll yes. make it work. But doing anything live, doing it in front of strangers, that's just human nature, man. You know, yeah. and if, if you if you have that that like moxie that just gets you through everything then you know what you probably should be doing a lot more of this if you're not so no this is what i'm saying like i always say everybody that you know if you're not doing this and if you have something to add and something to give to people and you're not doing it you're not only robbing others of the knowledge you're robbing yourself like for not sharing it because so many times in life we need people like-minded people we don't always want to like i i don't want to go full-on nerd about lenses and cameras and pixels with my wife right but now that i have this community 
I can go live and talk about it for six hours and people are going to be like, Kazi, why are you leaving us? Like, keep talking, you know? So I built that, like, this is amazing that we got this platform, you know? Quick, quick question. So, like, when you, and, when you and your wife are, like, watching movies and stuff, do you ever sit there and you're just like, huh, I can't believe how they actually did that. That's unreal. Did you see how they keyed this out? And it was just like, how you're, or like, that's some terrible film job or just like look at that you can see the cable still i do it i do it like with out of uh out of anger sometimes like you know i put out uh uh, once upon a time in hollywood like how to get that once upon a time in hollywood look and i I put out that that tutorial and everybody's like oh yeah great skin tones oompa loompa blah 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 and then i just like pause the frame i played it i brought in my wife and my son and I'm like fuming and I play it and I just stop on the once upon a time in Hollywood like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, tell me that this fucker does not look like a tomato. And I'm like, if they can make him look like that, it's art. If Kazi does that, then he's doing it wrong. All of a sudden people go blind. I'm putting it next to each other and saying that, hey, I matched it one to one with the skin tones that they did. But all of a sudden like that was art. Kazi was shit. So I'm like, what is going on? That's the time when I break it up and I rip those like professional work. But otherwise, I am really good at just turning it off and I'm like sitting back and I'm watching season two of Narcos like Mexico and I'm like, oh, bring it. Just give it like, you know, I'm taking it in. So let's do this really fast. I'm going to ask you, we're going to flip the table right now. Okay. I'm going to be on the, I'm going to be on the top. Do it, do it, do it. doing Kazi time. Okay. So, okay. As a person, okay. One, you know, like I, I discovered your channel probably like how a lot of people have where you've got you know, like learn filmmaking, you've got a lot of other like amazing accounts that are like on Instagram and stuff that will feature uh, your work, you right. know, I mean, like just your little tutorials and like your, your just little photographs and everything as well. Now, in the past year, your growth has been absolutely insane. You know, it's just like, it, it's been one of those things where it, like the, the professional quality of work that you put behind it right. is represent i mean even just boom right now you're lighting alone like on this like i'm sitting over here in the dark dude it like, looks so good you, you, you know, it's like, like your setup it. reminds me of like danny valenive's like movies you know it just looks like a scene from like blade runner it's so soft i wait, love wait, wait, it wait. <laughs> we need that we need that there we go that symmetry there there you go this is what i'm talking about <laughs> but, but it's one of those things where it's like your growth has actually been just like so incredible and so i want to ask you man you know it's like being said how much work i i personally know how much work you put into each one of your videos okay um i don't say personally but i have a really good idea of how even if you're efficient okay right how has it been for you dealing with uh criticism you know like like you already give one example right now of people just being like motherfucker you know because it's like you you want to put out this meaningful content that is not just clickbait you know like you're working your ass off to make these videos reality and then like you know i i used to do a lot of youtube videos and i would spend way 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 too long going out in the field shooting all this stuff getting like that 120 b-roll buttery juicy you know it's like you gotta get back on it what are you doing uh too busy we we gotta flip it again oh you're too (laughs) good for youtube (laughs) But, but you know it's like how do you like how do you uh like, is this something that you feel like you want to uh, keep going? Is this is sustainable for you and stuff? Because you also have your own company, The Post Village. You're constantly working. I know that you, you the way that you have your system set up, you're able to outsource it to, like, other colorists that you hire. But, like, you invest so much time. I mean, like, you were one of those people that are, like, hardest worker in the room. And this is why, like, I instantly gravitated to your stuff. 
you know, it's like I fell in love. I'm I'm right now in the color grading element of your yes. uh, like module yeah. right now. Like I finished I finished uh, correction uh, last night. Took my time, went through it like a couple of times yeah. and got through it. If you guys have his package, you have to go through and yeah. do it nice and slow. Practice take the it elements. Easy. Exactly. Take them, your take time with it. Yep. But but you know, it's like uh, I don't know. Answer that. So how do you feel about this? Like, is sustainable something you want to do? Do you have new plans? Like. It's your podcast. You got everything, man. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's simple. The way I work is that I am, I take my time with things. I don't just jump in. I let it marinate. I'm not the guy who's going to see the first thing like TikTok, TikTok, stop everything. Let's go on TikTok. Like all the focus on TikTok because I can blow up there right now. I I do have a TikTok (laughs) and my wife just keeps texting me right now. She's like, your latest TikTok is blowing up. Like, yes. You know? Uh, by the way, she's handling my TikTok. It's like, I am such a grandpa with that that I just gave it to her. I'm like, baby, I don't know the first thing. I go on TikTok and I get stuck watching these people just dancing and their faces right here. And like, it, whatever. So anyways, for me, I have to be, I use that term all the time, swimming in that Kool-Aid. I have to be drenched in it. Like, I just can't be half in and half out. And that's why I don't do everything. Like, you know, like sometimes people are just like, oh, dude, buy all this real estate uh, investment stock right now. This is a good time. Well, I don't know much about those things. I'm not doing it. I don't care if I can just put in my money and it quadruples tomorrow. That's not my territory. That's not how I work. So I'm a very old school dude when it comes to that. Um, So it it takes me time when I want to get into something. Another thing is that you can hear like the conviction in my message. And that comes from just life experiences you know like those stories are not lies when i first moved here in 2010 to la from chicago and i go to columbia pictures you know to drop in my resume because i'm just super green i don't know the first thing and i go in I and, you know and the dude tells me that hey dude what are you doing here this is a family business and it, it, it hit me and what when now that i'm on the other side and i am working with big brands and big companies i'm just like i want to be the filmmaker vigilante like you know i don't need to wear a cape but like how can i like raise an awareness and have this mind shift like teach people that hey have some self-esteem don't be those people that are just like we're just gonna bunk with our freaking buddy for seven years because that's what artists do like no man drive a fucking ferrari and then go out there work on epic fucking projects and blow the fuck up like you can do it i mean this is probably the first time after a long time i'm dropping f-bombs but i'm getting work like you know i'm getting pumped and what i'm saying is that when you have all this behind you then it's really easy to go through and do it like yes hate you talk about hate i mean i get some hate because my message has so much conviction that all these old timers just go yo 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 slow down who the f are you like we don't know you who are you to be talking like that so then my thing is that i will never cave in i go one up like i just go neck to neck because then i take it as like my moral obligation to fight for all the weak people who will not fend for themselves people whose dreams are going to be buried by these old timers. So before these guys' dreams are buried, I'm going to bury them. So then I'm going to go up and I'm going to like take that upon myself. So honestly, I wanted to do this YouTube and Instagram thing pretty hard until I got neck to neck with those old timers. And then when I realized that, you know what, it just became bigger than that. It became bigger than let me sell a few courses. Let me make some, you know, this is my side hustle. Let me do this cute little thing on the side. I'm like, no, this could be a thing. And this decade, 2020 to 2029, literally the focus is 80, 20. Right now, I want to be 
a personal brand. I want to like literally shift the minds of many like in our industry and then 20% focus is going to be on the clientele because you know what? If this time teaches us one thing is that having a full-time job sucks because it's one client. They fire you tomorrow, you're done. So you might think yeah. that you have more stability than, you know, Bobby and I because we're freelancers. Well, guess what? You, if you really think about it, if you pull yourself out of, you know, that picture and like look at it from bird's eye view, you're one you're you have one client. So you lose that client, you piss somebody off, you're fired, you're gone. Happened to me. It happened to me. I got fired yeah. and it was just like that. I'm done. Like, you know, all eggs in one basket. What do you do? What do we do now? Then you talk about freelancing and you do a local freelancing. So you find work in a zip code in the same zip code where you live. So now you've got five clients, which is one then better than one client. But now work is slow from two clients. You're still getting work from three clients. You piss somebody off at the third company. Now you got two clients. It's still limiting. Now imagine going remote going global where this is not a joke where i can have you know colorists in russia that have fiber one gig down one gig up and we communicate and we're dialed in and they're doing work for me i pay them quarter of what i get paid so then i can even make deals with my clients and charge them less than than the competition because i'm still making four times the competition if that makes any sense so there's a lot of different elements going on and on top of it like remote work like I push for remote work is because ever since this whole thing has been going on, well, nothing is affecting me in a sense because one, my whole shop is, you know, remote, one. And yeah. two, that's again, like I said, that's only 20% of my effort right now because 80% is on this. So people are still like, you know, whether buying my course or reaching out to me, my influence is growing. So I feel like, I feel like to answer to your question, it was such a freaking long-winded answer, but it had to be because I think it's the best kind of answer. this is what I'm saying because it had to be. My wife and I talk about it all the time, and I'm like, I've never felt this. I've never felt purpose. Like I've never had a purpose. Like I had a purpose. Like I wanted to get a new 540i. I wanted to get a brand new Beamer. That was a purpose. And then when I got it, I'm like, cool. Now I want something else. So like, what? Shoot, shoot inside of it and do a tutorial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, this thing is amazing. What's next? So I feel like that when the purpose became bigger, that's what keeps me going. So that's where the four hours a night, you know, like getting my sleep and just like keep firing, keep firing, keep firing, is because it all of a sudden it's just the message is bigger. Like there's a, there's a lot good than bad. Like we we try to say that there's like these keyboard ninjas and like internet is a freaking horrible place, blah blah blah, but. Uh, with my analytics, analytical brain, you know, like with, when I look at the data, the way it comes out is that there's 97% people that are on your side and there's 3% that are hating on you. The only problem is that the way we're wired as humans, we take that 3%, the 3% super gets affected. Yeah. We take that 3%, we turn it into 300% and then yeah. we shit on the 97%, but that's very wrong. That That's terrible because now... This 97% people just got shoved on the side and we just gave the limelight to the 3%. So we just like, those guys won. You know what I mean? Isn't it funny how like on a, on a, like a YouTube video and stuff, like you'll, you'll watch it, you'll make it or whatever. And you'd be like, man, that is one fire video. And then you'll look at the little, like you go to like it and you see like 12,000 hearts and then you're like thumbs up. And then it's just like that, like five thumbs down. And for some reason it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> 
Dude, I, I got I got some snitches in my subscribers because as soon as I put up a video, it doesn't even go live and it will have like 30 likes and it'll have like one or two dislikes and I'm like, I gotta find you guys. I gotta find you guys. It's like Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. It's just like their entire plot is just to find like the three or four kids that left them like trolling comments and they just like beat them up. This is what I'm saying. I want to have that squad. <laughs> So, um, okay, here's uh, here's another question, okay? So, for me personally, what I do, again, since I'm in an agency in New York City uh, called Socialite that, like, that is used to, they're, they're put together, they represent, uh, like, social media influencers and, you know, like, bloggers and things like that, right? So, like, that's who I'm with that, like, I'm able to work with these amazing brands, right? So, if Bose, for example, came through, through, like, some PR team, they'll reach out to my agency and then um, basically, you know, they'd be like, hey, Bobby seems to be a good fit for this. Like, let's put our scope of work to him. You know, mm -hmm. they'll give me like a loose idea of everything that they need done. And then they give me the artistic license bill to create everything the way I want to. And they're like, you know, here's a little more if it's a video, here's this, if it's a photo, et cetera, right? Yeah. So what I was able to do, and, and we're kind of going back into yeah. like helping people kind of like figuring out what they could be doing on this on this downside this this like empty path right now okay right. so the the point that i'm trying to get is that like working in this agency doing these jobs right i understand what the other people in my agency or in neighboring agencies need i understand how these brands think i understand what the brands are looking for and one of the most invaluable skills that I think I could ever impart to anybody is to learn how to make videos, yeah, you know, 100%. even if they're, even if they're simple, yes. just because it's one of those things where like my buddy, uh, Eric right here, he just popped in. What's up, brother? Oh, you know, it's up? like, Eddie go, you know, it's like, um, it, it's one of those things where he is a great example as well. Somebody that does this where, you know, he takes videos and photographs for influencers, right. right? He knows what these brands are looking for as well. And so because of that, it's a super small community. There are only a so like there are only a few people that are even doing this, getting a really good chunk of money. Right. Or at least better than what other people are, which is probably nothing, right. you know. And they're getting their foot in the door, they're getting to work with these like bigger brands. Right. And then that exposure gets them to blow up even more. So it's like what I would suggest for people watching and, and you know hey thank you for the 45 people 44 people still I, stuck in here i know, you know? that's crazy <clears throat> my light like, went out what you can borrow mine here but you know it's like i think that this this is something that you guys should be like focusing on as well is that we have this downtime right now okay we've got this ability you know you you have infinite resources to learn almost everything except for like earlier somebody had asked a question like how do you learn to like use a techno crane you don't okay yeah yeah yeah. you volunteer your services on a film set you network with the right people and then maybe a year from then like you get to operate yes. a techno crane but guess what they're like four percent of people in the film industry that even need to worry about that you probably don't so right. don't worry about it that, that's like that's that's too far in the left field that you don't right. need to worry about 100. but what you should be focusing on is your time mastering simple skills 
like either shooting a video or shooting and editing a video, learn how to do audio. Like in my backpack, my camera bag, I always have two lavalier microphones along with my camera, you know, maybe a couple of like tiny torches, like LED torches that I could set up so that if I had to do an impromptu video, I would have everything I would need right there on the spot. These are the things that you guys need to have handy and like like that kind of thinking because that mindset, because it's like Kazi has the best approach to doing this because he has with his company, it's remote. There is no overhead aside of his own rent for his apartment or his house. You know, it's one of those things where he's able to outsource his uh, work to other people. I don't have that luxury. I do everything myself. I work right here on this computer. I shoot everything. My, my This room right here is literally like just filled yeah. with just gear. Okay. Take so us through your gear. gear. Like, take us through your gear. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it'll take me a week <laughs> to get to it. You know, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I can't stress enough how important it is for like, if you have the ability to learn a few of these simple skills and then just kind of network and reach out, like just, just reach out to somebody that is in your community that is trying to do influencer work or they are trying to get photographs okay like whatever it can be put yourself out there and word of mouth will carry you will get that extra work you'll get that exposure if you do good work especially if you're enthusiastic and you're kind you put on a big smile and you just you just be a dope person okay that is the future okay because like i can say for a fact okay uh there is for example like in my agency they have a uh like actual uh, production house company called Astronauta. They're amazing people. I'm friends with them and stuff. And like they're a video production team, right? They turn down jobs all the time because they are $10,000 or less. You know, it's like, it's too small for us. We can't handle this because I have taught myself over the years, how to do videos, how to be like that, that one man band right. and also have the connections that I have, or if I need to, I could reach out and like put together a team, Avengers Assemble kind of deal. Right. You know, it's like I'm able to actually take these jobs that these cool. bigger guys That's don't want cool. to do, and then get like you know this ten thousand dollar budget, and then I can actually like rent the gear that I would this need to cool. and stuff yeah. like this and treat it like real production. Yeah. But these are the things that like people think there's a shortcut. There is no shortcut. It's one of those things where you just have to be smart the way the Kazi is. You have to invest in yourself and you have to kind of like that Gretzky quote, you know, it's like skate where the puck is going, not where it is right now. You know, it's like, like, I'm not like, you can cold email and cold call like everybody until the end of your life. And a hundred, like 99 times out of a hundred. Okay. No one's going to write you back because I've tried it. This entrepreneurial mindset that's something that I feel like people should put it on repeat and keep listening to what you just said, like the, the analytical side of it, where you're talking about like, hey, this is a $10,000 job that just like is not good enough, so it drops, and then this is where I am to catch it, to pick it up. That entrepreneurial mindset, I feel like is something that everybody needs to develop because so many people are reliant on like, this, this is what I'm saying, right? Like the whole mentality from like when I was in school, they were just like, hey, which one? Pick one, pick one, pick one. And I'm like, well, why can't I do it all? And they're just like, pick one, like editor, cinematographer, pick one. And then they put us in these pockets. And what it did is that it literally crippled us because now Kazi is not a director because he just he just can't yeah. be a director. Like he is a cinematographer. And it's like, why can't he be a director? Well, nobody knows. He's just not a director. So it's like what you're saying here, this is 
like this is pure gold because that's something that does not click with people. And dude, on top of it, one thing that I want to add is that internet and social media cut out the middleman. You will not believe how many times recently, I don't know if it's my following or I, like whatever it is, but how many times I've seen movies, I came home, I looked up the, the, the colorist, I went on IG and I am I voice messaged the dude or girl and they replied back and they yeah and they replied back and they thanked me and then we connected on LinkedIn with each other so what I'm saying is that are you kidding me you can't yeah. even get you can't even be in the same restaurant as Stefan where he's drinking his coffee because I mean there's gonna be some gatekeeper that's gonna keep you out but through social media is that easy so the limit right now is right here is in your brain just just unshackle it and go for it go for it like start hitting it hard and that's why like you know a couple of days ago i put the thing up like you know who who's done their 2020 reel like in a show reel and you have to stay up to date with your demo reel not because you know you need to have a new demo reel it's the mindset it's like a new year you you revisit all the wins and it puts you in the right mindset to be like, dude, I'm ready to dominate. Let's go out there. And it just like, it freshens everything up. So you start reaching out to people on LinkedIn, reach out to people on Instagram. And yeah, it definitely, it definitely resets that mental kind of barrier where it's like, you don't feel like you're at the end of the race or the middle of the race. Like you like that, the tension, the anxiety of just being like, I'm ready to start this again. Like right. you have to, you have to bring yourself back to that. You know, and, and this time, like right now is such a great time. And I'm not saying exploit on it, but at the same time, like everybody is online and we can look at the numbers like Bobby, like you can tell me the same thing. Like, you know, like there's a surge in like how many people are active right now on social media. That's a real thing, you know, and it's like, yeah. let's take advantage of this. And what he's saying, like, get comfortable, work on skills that were hard before, you know, like my earlier videos on YouTube, every number one comment is always like, Kazi, please, for the love of God, blink. I just never blinked because I, because it, 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 it's talking, time to blinking, man. Be, time to blink. Listen, talking to a lens compared to a human is just different. Like even if you think that it's not. So when I was talking into the lens, I just had to be like really focused on that. Like you know, so so I didn't blink. But you know, whatever. I made those videos. I'm not taking them down. Like it is what it is. But, but also fuck that person okay it's like that is like the most ignorant thing to say it's just yeah like, that's all you get out of it like, that's all you get out of it it's like so many people will always do that like where they'll look at my before and after and it, there will be like a big off, big long caption and I'm asking a question and I'm trying to provoke something and then their thing underneath is going to be like uh, hey man like I think your video is not all the way to the top there, there's a little black bar up top ha 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 like I got you cause man like it's like what's the point of that <laughs> i mean like that's why i'm just like hey i'll leave the youtube to you okay it's just like <laughs> you know like it, the, the funny thing is too is that you know like considering the fact that like i am shooting stuff uh like for my account and stuff and for these brands like it, it's it's for me unless it's like a client that i have that's in the agencies or whatever that i kind of like i'm shooting for them I have to be on in front of the camera and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I would 100% of the time just uh, like rather be behind the camera shooting and editing and being just like, don't even credit me. I don't even want you to credit me. I just want to make it for you, you know, because like I, it's the same thing like that, that, that element of just kind of like dealing with these tiny little stupid things. Cause I would reply to every single person when they would write to me 
on uh, like a comment from YouTube or something. I'd be like, thank you, or this or that. I would like reply back to everybody. And then it got to a point where it was just like, hey man, this video that I made like four years ago, you're still gonna try to troll yeah, me on this? Yeah. Like, you're not worth this. No, like, no, no, Here, here's the tip, here's the, here's the pro tip. And that goes for, uh, like everybody knows it, okay? Whether it's Instagram or whatever, even my Facebook group, my paid group, where anybody who's a uh, part of like, a, uh, you know, member of my masterclass, yeah. they're in that group. Dude, the rules are crystal clear. I mean, it's democracy. It's democracy until it's not. And what I'm talking about is that trolls are not allowed. No, like negative thinking is not allowed. And I'm again, I'm not a rah-rah guy. I'm all about like practical information. But anybody who's going to find glass half empty, you know where the door is. So yeah. I'm the same way, like my wife goes through here, I go through here and anytime I see anyone just spinning hate, block, block. I don't care if you were great to me up until that one post, I, I just don't have time for it because just like you said, it's a small shop, man. My wife and I are running this whole thing, like this personal brand. I don't have a PR team, I don't have all this. And then to be personable because I will not cave in to those people that are gonna put me down and then I will not even reply back to you guys, everybody who's like sharing so much love. So my yeah. answer to that is, this is what I do. I go on YouTube, I go through my comment, I actually have a freaking button like mapped right here. And then it just, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. No, I'm such a nerd. I just hit one button and it pops up my latest comments on YouTube. And then I just start replying to them. And what happens is anytime I see a hate comment or any see, anytime I see one of those comments where they were like, Hey, you have a little cat here, here. <laughs> I just go, I just go hide from, hide from my channel, hide from my channel because dude, yeah. I, I'm, I don't it's, have it's time. I agree. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that once you do that, then what happens is that then all of a sudden you see everybody who's great and then you make content for them and you don't like serve to the rest or cave in or not do it because there's so much hate. Okay, now here's here's where I want to go next from this really quickly, okay? It's 2.50. We've been doing this for a solid 50 minutes. It doesn't even feel like it, right? But here's what I want to talk to you about because I'm really curious about this. And peace out, brother. It's good to see you again. Um, okay, I'm curious to hear... Since we're all on lockdown right now, okay, what are your go-to, like, shows, movies, what are you, like, what are you, Kazi, watching right now, and what do you recommend for other people to watch? For me, for example? This is amazing. I'm, I'm finally, I mean, like, let's, this let's, is amazing. This, let's flip it up, okay? This is, you know, this is the real talk. This is why people are here. Okay? Yes, they yes, were, yes. You know, exactly. like, like, we could talk about videos and camera right, 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 all day, but at the end of the it. day... We're on lockdown. What are you doing? What am I doing? I am watching. No, I'm not taking off my top, you pervert. Do it, do <laughs> yeah. it. Show us the uh, guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I am watching Better Call Saul for the first time, and it feels like I am watching Breaking Bad again for the first time. And yeah. I was just telling somebody before that it, I would pay money yeah. to experience that again. And now it's like I'm kind of like deep into Better Call Saul right now. Yes. And I can't stress like how much I'm in love with this show. Like season three is on right now. Like there's only there's going to be six seasons. Like I am all in this. Yeah. Color is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. traditional with like the natural the, the whole but with the pop. Yeah, yeah. So much good pop. But like, what are you what are you watching, man? Like, you know, uh, oh, an outsider. I saw that also. That was oh, fun fact, by the way. So my brother, he's based in L.A. also. Right. He does. Um musical score uh for trailers for movie trailers like wow. along with our cousin like mark right um he did if you want if you go on like youtube and you type in the youtube and you, or uh, 
type in the YouTube, you type in The Outsider, right? And you watch the HBO trailer for it. The music that's on that, my brother did that. Dude! So, Fun fact. Dude, that's huge. That's crazy. It's like you and your family. It's like you and your brother, like family of just like talented dudes. Like I'm not saying I'm talented, but it's just like family of people that are just like super. super exactly. Talented, Everybody's you know? making it happen. It's, it's that, right? I mean, I always say that I have a like I, I just have a disproportional like advantage because my whole family, like my little brother, my older brother, just mad hustlers. So anytime my fuel tank is low. I just hit hit him up like one or the other, and they're both like boom, 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 boom. And after the call, I'm just like I'm freaking Rocky, you know? Like I'm just ready to roll again. Um, what are you watching? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, right after this, I'm gonna be doing my taxes. I I need to I need to do that, but it's like. I need to figure out like how because I have a very specific guy that I go to I've been for years, and it's like I have I have, I kind of figure this out. There was a, there was an extension, but it's one of those things where like I don't want to wait. I want to just take care of it. I'm gonna tell you this. So so because of you mentioned Better Call Saul. By the way, great. By, by the way, great show. I got really bummed about it because we have FX, right? So we have FX on cable, but sure. because we didn't record it, when I go and log into FX app. It doesn't let me watch it. Like I pay for FX, but now it wants me to pay for FX access, which is seven extra dollars or something. So I basically I'm on a boycott. Like I'm just like, you know what? I'm not watching it. That's enough. That's enough with the streaming services. Just getting five bucks here and ten bucks there. Anyways, so my tax guy is a better call Saul, dude. This dude is shady. This dude is shady, but he is amazing, dude. I love him. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about him. He's a criminal lawyer. So, yeah, exactly. He's amazing. He got your back. Okay, so the shows that I actually am dying to watch that I haven't yeah. because I'm still so behind on like... Because you're, yeah. because you're right, dude. Like the amount of content that I put out, even like yeah. every before and after that I put out, it's like a tutorial in itself. So it doesn't take five seconds. It takes as long as making a YouTube tutorial, but then it's just an Instagram post that you just like swipe through, you know? So... So it takes a lot of time. I'm trying to figure out, like my wife and I, every single day we talk about where is that fine line where we can shut it down. 8, 8 p.m., that's the family time, shut it down. So we're figuring it out, we're not there yet. But anyways, the shows that I wanna watch or rewatch, um, the one thing that I wanna watch is, um, my, my brother sent me this, it's called Pandemic. It's uh, on Netflix, it just dropped like yesterday or something. So, I don't know, dude, I'm sorry, but like when I am, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I think that all the people that are putting out memes and still taking it as a joke, I feel like it's not a bad thing to kind of let that stuff, like actually be educated on it because, because I'm not going to lie to you. I was the guy four days ago at the gym and then at the gas station and then like snapping and just saying, ha, 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 like I'm at Starbucks. Like, I don't care. Like life is not going to stop for me. And what I'm saying is that I'm not, I'm, I'm ashamed of it. You know, so real, I feel really like, fast. what is it? I said shit got real really fast. This is, a, this is what I'm saying. So I feel like there's yeah. still people out there that might not be taking it as seriously. So it's like, it doesn't hurt because I watched a few videos and even you and I have been talking back and forth. And yeah. that awareness is important, I feel like. So not trying to turn it into a PSA, but I feel like it's important. Always PSA. But I mean, again, like going back, like you... You live in Los Angeles, or right. like either in it or outside or near it. Irvine, like, so it's about thirty miles. Irvine, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like you're you're in LA, you yeah. know. And like I, I live in Brooklyn, you know. And it's it's just one of those things where it's like we are in two of I mean outside of let's say like Seattle or something like we are in two of like those right. meccas 
you know, the United States, where it's just like, we are seeing everything happen in such a visceral way. Like, because I don't know how it is in, you know, I have friends that live in like Denver, Colorado, you know, and, you know, like, I'm sure that there are places that are like restricting things and limiting or closing and, and all around the country. But like in New York, man, it's like, you know, you live, and, and this is what we're, we're talking about. It's like, I live in New York City, you live in Los Angeles for the connections and for the convenience. Okay. The convenience right. is like the main thing. Like, you pay premium just to stay here right. so that you can get like a pizza slice at four in the morning, you know, <laughs> right. or like you, or you can go to your 24 hour pharmacies mm-hmm. or whatever you need or whatever it is. Right. It's like, if you want to get that organic, like, extra creamy non-gmo like oat milk or some weird shit like that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can get it anytime yeah. you want but you can't now and it's one of those things where that is that's one of the things that make it so frighteningly real here yes. and i'm sure it is over there too like you and i were talking i was just like yo man it's getting crazy over here you need to go to the grocery yeah. store you need to actually get some like dry goods and like right. things like this so i was like i know it's gonna be there and you even told me it's just like yo i went out with my wife and it's pointless like there's just nothing out here I don't even know if you can do like Amazon. You know, like I don't know. You how can't really. And... You can't. For like... those things, you can do it for pointless things. Like you know, I, I've been ordering like I don't know why, but I've been ordering like AA batteries. Like I just for no reason. Like I'm just like I gotta order something and I gotta try it out that it works and it doesn't say that out of stock. The running joke I kept having was that, like, you'd see all these people, like, because I actually would physically see this, too, like, people going out of a grocery store with, like, 95 bags of, of toiletries and, or, like, toilet paper and stuff. I'm like, why don't you invest, like, the 60 bucks you just spent on, like, a bidet or something, like, right. that will be sustainable and, like, just kind of whatever. It's, like, these, these little things that I think are so funny that, like, you could probably get on Amazon, but... At this point, I don't even know. No, um, it's bad. Okay, we have two minutes. We're going to go out. I, I want you to tell people where they can follow you, where they can look up your epic shit and uh, do all that. Um, okay, well, uh, so again, everybody, thank you for sticking around. And if you just jumped in, uh, I'm Bobby Hicks. Um, I am basically, I have my website, uh, Fellow Film Productions, is a production company that I started uh, basically this year. It's been in the works for a little while, but it's you know, big pictures to eventually in about five years have a major commercial production company. Um, so starting it small and just to kind of go back and say that like you guys can definitely do stuff like this. You invest in yourself, you believe in yourself, put in the time, put in the work, work on your reel, update your stuff, buy a brevity backpack. <laughs> I live by a brevity bag. What's up, Dylan? Um, but yeah, you know, it's like, you can find me basically on Instagram, um, at this fellow and uh on my website uh fellow film productions Brother. and uh, i don't know man you know do you have any other questions for me or anything like that or dude yeah, yeah, like i think we're the perfect yin to the yang we got to do this more because like i am like so in your face and then you're like so laid back and chill but you're still dropping knowledge like i, I gotta pick up on some of that bobby juice uh you know, yeah. I just, you know, like next time, next time, let's do like a shorter version of this. And like, we'll just ask people questions because I'm sure that, you know, like you have 50 people that are on here at almost any given time and stuff. And I know that your time is valuable and you got taxes to do, which is bullshit, by the way. But, you know, do your thing. But, you know, it's like next time, let's, uh, let's, let's get a little Q&A with some audience and stuff and see what they that's love. That's going to be freaking amazing. Thank you so much for joining, you brother. Love you, brother. All right, man. See you soon. Yep. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with friends, subscribe to this channel, and I will see you in the next episode.